Okay, welcome to part 9 of the Mega Death Retrospective. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've done this series. We're out, probably, I'm not gonna lie, don't really like this album. But it's part of the discography. So, well, we have to talk about it. Uh, I will say some good things about this too. This isn't just gonna be a bash fest, but, uh, well, let's actually get into this record. Okay, so before we get into the actual music itself, let's talk sort of about the background of this album. Essentially, I'm going to get all my facts off Wikipedia here, so correct me if I'm wrong. Or whatever. Um, following the release of Cryptic Writings, which sold quite well, you know, which, re which received widespread acclaim from, you know, uh... What's it called? Was well, basically a big hit on the rock radio. And Lars Ulrich from Metallica suggested Dave Mustaine take more risk with his music. He was encouraged to experiment. Where the drummer Jimmy DeGrasso wanted to do a uh, heavier record like the rest of the band, which wanted to change things up. And David Elfson recalls the band's manager. What they needed to do was something different to knock themselves on the head and say, Why didn't we think of that? The decision resulted in mixed reviews from both the band and the album. A good portion did not favor the new sound image, while others were more receptive of it. Megadeth chose to produce it with uh, Dan Huff in Nashville, and there was a remastered version as well. Okay, let's talk about the album because, okay, this album, it does take a risk, as the title would suggest, Megadeth did kind of change things up, which, you gotta respect them for that there, but, the album itself, man, is just, not good. It's not good. Um, Prince of Darkness is a good song, that's about it, in fact, I don't see, honestly, any reason I listen to this over anything else? Um, the big single for this. Okay, let's go to the track listing. We open up with the insomnia. Eh, not very good. Well, Dave Mustaine wrote most of these lyrics. Um, and the music itself. Itself. Prince of Darkness, like I said, probably the best song. Enter the Arena. Yeah. Crush em, which was made for a hockey thing, I believe. Or was used for that. Uh, not very good. Uh, Breadline. Didn't like that. The Doctor is Calling. Not a fan. Wonderlust. Not very good. Uh, Estacy. Not very good. Seven. Not very good. Time, the beginning. Time, the end. Both not very good. Now, the Japanese edition does have uh, the Jute Nukem theme, which is instrumental. And the remastered version does include some remixes. Now, there is a limited edition, which comes with a no-risk disc, which comes with actual good songs that you actually want. Peace Cells, In My Darkest Hour, Holy Wars, Sympathy of Destruction, Etude Lamont, 
those songs are actually good. Um, with this album, I didn't want to make this whole episode just fuck this album. It's terrible. I had no intention of that. And that I I was never a huge fan of this one, but I want it to be fair, right? You know, going through all these records again. This one, I just this album is just a complete. How I put this? It's a risk, but it's just I just don't see. I get why Megadeth wanted to try something different. You know what I mean? But I, if they want to do the whole accessibility thing, I thought those other albums were perfectly accessible. It's not like they were a. Uh, you know, Origin or something like that, where, or a death metal band that was hard to get into. They weren't. They were. I just don't get it. Well, um, this album probably gives like a four, because there's some effort put into it. So, if you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah, this was a shorter one, but don't really have much to say about this record. Uh, that's been said. I don't want to go on for too long. So, stay tuned for the next one where we actually talk about albums I actually fucking like. <laughs>